Welcome to another exciting episode of the Global Justice Voices Leadership Chronicles podcast. Uh, I don't know why I keep on reintroducing this podcast. Uh, you already know it. So let's get to it. Today we have a very, 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 and I'll say very or very special episode where we have two amazing guests. Before I introduce them, which I'll do much later, I am with my usual co-host, our Iron Lady, Flo from Kenya. We have, guess what? We have officially done three months uh, in Washington, D.C. And according to Professor Bates, <laughs> we are supposed to be somewhere uh, on the scale of the culture shock. So, yeah, Flo, when you come in, tell our listeners uh, how you are dealing with your culture shock, whether you are dealing with it or you are depressed and and whatnot before we introduce our guests. So Flo, take it away. Thank you, Melissa. Uh, welcome back, guests. We're so excited to have you here. I can't wait to introduce our guests and hear more about them. In regards to culture shock, um, <laughs> I... I have been experiencing culture shock. I mean, one of the things we were just discussing today is the fact that Americans love emails. This is <laughs> this is something which, um, I mean, of course, we do work with emails back home, but the extent at which someone will send you an email to remind you an e about an email they sent you, and then you should check this other email, and it's a lot. So basically, you cannot miss any of your emails. Otherwise, you'll miss out on the good stuff, including our podcast. So subscribe. Make sure you are in tune and connected with us so that you do not miss any single episode. Without further ado, I would love to... I feel honored to introduce our guests today, Jim and Patty. They are actually my main community hosts we as i mentioned before in the podcast episode one you should check it out we each get assigned a community host or two in the case of jim and patty to you know help us hold our hands as we transition through this journey learning about america settling down here and honestly i mean i'm trying not to be biased for sure <laughs> but they have been one of my favorite components of the program learning from them sharing with them I will never get lost in Washington, D.C. as far as I'm concerned because of a conversation I had with Jim just the first week I arrived where he explained to me how the streets are numbered and named. And even without GPS, guys, I can navigate. I feel like a true Washingtonian now. <laughs> and Patty has been an amazing woman to learn from her about the education systems and the work that she's done over the years has been really enlightening. Really shows me like how... Um, youth and elders can really work together to make sure that we're building a community of people who understand and have mutual respect for one another, not just a one-sided um, engagement. And without further ado, I would love to give Jim and Patty here to give a more detailed introduction and let us know who they are. Okay, uh, before Jim and Patty come in, I think Florence, you should have declared the conflict. <laughs> because <laughs> a gym and party are like your your parents here in DC, so you should have uh, abdicated uh, the honor of introducing them. Nonetheless, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our esteemed listeners out there, uh, please help us in welcoming 
our I don't even know why you were saying welcoming them because we are in their home. So <laughs> we introduce uh, our lovely, lovely, lovely community host, Jim and Patty, to tell us uh, more about themselves and what they think about us and the whole program that we're in all together. So, Jim, it's all yours. Hey, Jumbo. Jumbo, Jim. <laughs> It's really great to um, participate in this journey together, and, and I really feel like it is a journey. Uh, my name is Jim Cauley, and um, I've lived in Washington, D.C. since 1963, except for a couple of uh, opportunities I've had to live overseas. I lived for two years in Venezuela, and I lived for two years in Chile. So for me, having a connection with, with you guys in the Humphrey program, um, it allows me the opportunity to continue that relationship with uh, folks from different countries, folks from different cultures. And as much as my experiences overseas have taught me a lot, have helped me grow, um, have pushed me along on my journey, this continued relationship that I'm able to have with you guys as Humphrey Fellows, um, it just helps to complete my journey. So I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be connected with the program. And um, being a community host has really given me the opportunity to get to know not only you, Florence, as our principal, um, you know, Humphrey, um, guest but uh through you we've really made some amazing connections with um many people in the program uh and i have to say that i've had my uh cricket tutorial from my friend from zambia so it's changed my life a bit <laughs> nice one jim uh, just hold on to that uh let's 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 bring patty in here patty in fact, we should have started with Patty. Ladies first. Well, it's just amazing to be able to share this trip with uh, the Humphrey Fellows uh, through Jim and I and uh, our partnership and marriage together. While I've done very little traveling, I have had the great experience of have, having vicarious experiences with many countries, many people, and many cultures around the world through Jim's 30 to 40 year international career. And then in the past 12 to 15 years when we've been hosting fellows from various different organizations, um, Humphrey, Mandela, Bocamoso, it's really been uh, such an opportunity to share fellowship with people from around the world, to share experiences, to look at likes and similarities that we have, to understand how we come together and, and how we work in different ways in problem solving, in nurturing, and in the aspects of life that are education, raising families, and being part of families. And it's just beyond being able to explain what um, an amazing opportunity it is to be connected with the Humphrey Fellowship. 
I want to start off by asking when your journey becoming community hosts began because I know that you're not only hosts and community hosts for the Humphrey Fellowship, you also support Mandela Washington Fellows and Bukamuso Life students. When did you start this? What inspired you? And what is it? Like, what is that thing about being a host that makes you feel passionate and continue to do this and noting that it is a voluntary thing? It's not something you're being paid to do. Our guests, I'm sure, would love to know. It has been close to 20 years that we've been hosting with different groups. But prior to hosting through Jim's international career and having the opportunity to meet his work colleagues and join with them in our home, it just nurtured that idea that when the opportunity came to host youth from South Africa, to host Mandela Fellows, to host Humphrey Fellows, we just jumped at the opportunity because we learn so much about ourselves as we get to know people from around the world. Like similarities, how different, uh, how different humans face challenges, the challenges that they face. I just consider it a priceless opportunity that I I sometimes wonder when I talk to my friends about the hosting that we're doing, while why a lot of other people don't want to just jump in for the opportunity to have the experience. Yeah, my passion got flamed um, back in my my um, working life. I worked in international development, and my mentor in in my career was a gentleman from Senegal named Pop Sen. And he really turned my uh, understanding of the development process around from coming into a country with a project and a way of doing things to a process of uh, giving people the opportunity to empower themselves and to manage their own development. Uh, and, and this for me was really enlightening. Um, and Pop Sen and his family have, uh, we have become part of his family. And by coming part of his family has made us open to bringing other people like the Humphrey Fellows into our lives and making them part of our family. And that's, that's something that family is really important. Uh, you have the family that you are blood, and then you have the family that you choose. And for us, um, having an international family, uh, it's something that sustains us. It's something that helps us grow. And the amazing part about the relationships that have developed is that they, they do not end when the program ends. That um, we're able to maintain fairly close connections with many, many, many people that we've developed relationships with over the years. And um, you should know that we're going to stay in your lives. <laughs> and it's interesting because the programs connect with each other that we've been through the uh, Bocamoso Life Center. We had the opportunity to connect with the organization for the Mandela Fellows. Through Mandela Fellows, we were introduced to Humphrey Fellows. And in each of the countries that we have met fellows from over the years, we have 
as Jim said, we have families in those countries, whether it's Zambia or Liberia or Senegal and now Brazil and Kenya. Jim said that he worked um, in Venezuela for two years and we are currently hosting a Venezuelan. And it's just uh, it's such an opportunity to sit around the table and hear, have conversations about, oh, is that how you do it? Is that, well, we do it this way or we eat this for cereal for breakfast and uh, just continuous exchange of information or, uh, yeah, cultural experiences that um, everybody has and the commonness that we have. Okay. Uh, speaking of family, uh, I think our listeners out there would want to hear this uh, from me. Um, Jim and Patty were, <laughs> were the first Americans that I met when I landed in Washington, D.C. They actually came to pick me from the airport. Can you imagine? Uh, the whole lot of them. I, I felt very important that day. And uh, I must say that they have been a major part of my dealing with uh, culture shock because um, coming from Africa where our family is, uh, our setup is more family-centered, Jim and Patty have been like the parents of, of the cohort. I don't know if you guys agree with me. But uh, for me, in my in my own view, uh, these guys have been amazing, and they've been given that sense of belonging and helping us deal with our, our cultural shock in a certain sense. Uh, so yes, uh, thank you very much, Jim and Patty, for that. Now I want to ask uh, both of you uh, something. Uh, I don't know, and I would want you to give us an honest feedback. Uh, so. When you see us, the the Humphrey Fellows, uh, <laughs> what what impression have uh, successive cohorts of Humphrey Fellows had on your life, or should I say, how how do you view us? Because there's a certain way we see ourselves, but then you, as uh, as our American hosts, uh, you have a chance to meet different of different uh, sets or different cohorts of us and you have your own uh, formulation or your own impressions of us so maybe for the benefit of our listeners uh, out there you can just share how you view you view uh, the fellows individually and collectively and what your impressions are about the fellows that you've encountered so far well i have to say that the uh, a very consistent awareness that I have from meeting fellows is how important their country is to themselves, how important their own family is to what they're doing, how important the issues of challenge in the world are important for them to be involved in and work on solving, how in several instances dedicated to environmental issues and climate change have been something that's been consistent, how dedicated fellows are to the the rights of humankind and the work that they're doing in their countries to uh, improve challenging human rights situations and the focus that fellows have 
in their program studies at Washington College for Law in learning everything that they can to uh, bring back home. It's a great, great experience. Yeah, I look at it sort of at two different levels. And one level is probably something that you've all experienced because you came to the U.S. with certain ideas in your head about what the U.S. was like and what Americans were like. And over the course of your time here, um, those ideas have probably been changed a bit. And the same thing is true when, when we meet the fellows. Um, oftentimes when we meet someone from a country, we have an image in our mind of what that country is like. And through the interactions, through the conversations that we have, and through the presentations that you all do uh, as a part of the program, we learn a lot more about the realities of, of your country. We get a much more rounded picture of what it's like to be a Kenyan, to be a Zambian, to be a Brazilian. So uh, that's one place where this program and, and the fellows have an impact on us because we get a much better view, a much more realistic view of the world through your eyes. But the second thing that we see is not just the country that you're from, but you as individual people. And, and we get to know you, we get to see your personalities, we get to see how you problem solve, we get to see sort of how you think in terms of the world order. And again, that's another place that influences us and something that you leave behind. Oftentimes, it's a slightly different way of looking at a world situation. And right now is a, is a really important time to think about that because we're all struggling with this situation that's taking place now in Palestine. And everyone has a particular point of view. And oftentimes in the U.S., we're really influenced by the media presentations of this situation. But sitting around the table with the Humphrey Fellows, you begin to pick up that, hey, everybody doesn't view the world order the same way. And to me, that's, that's really important. That's something that you leave behind when you go home. Um, you, you, you leave us with a different filter to look at the world and try and understand what we face. And I, and I think to add to that, one of the things every time we meet a new cohort of fellows, I become more and more aware that while I'm meeting one person from Kenya and one person from Brazil and one from Zambia, they are part of a large community and there are many different Zambians and Kenyans and Brazilians. And the, the way they talk about their life experiences, the experiences and lives of people that they touch in their work, it just broadens for me the, the view of that country and the lives of people in that country. Yeah, excellent. Um, I like you both touched on such a vital point, the how we perceive the world and you know, like the program, how it's been set up and structured. I'm experiencing twelve different nationalities all at once and like learning from them just the differences. I mean we have two cohort members from Pakistan and 
even their experience is different you know it's a lie it's the same they have similar things but then they also have different experiences and i think that's the most important thing um i'm also experiencing even from americans themselves when i meet an american person what i've seen on tv grown up seeing on you know the media and their own experience personally is different so I think it's such a valuable um point that you're making that meeting people actually talking engaging in like meaningful dialogue is really a refreshing way to better understand and connect with others especially when you're from different different contexts. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so one last question from me if you may indulge me. We're here for only 10 months which is such a short time because I mean only 4 months have already gone. and in this period of time we're supposed to build and develop our skills and take back what we've learned and potentially go and give back the learnings and implement some sort of um event or activity or you know a movement to change the status quo of things which we were not comfortable with and why we applied for this program in the first place Are there any fellows that over the time you've met you I know you've been keeping in touch with most of them like what has been your experience like what what can you share with our podcasters um about some of these fellows once they returned um are there any insights or any exciting monumental things that you feel our podcasters should know that um find you inspired and keep you reengaging in this program I feel like I could say every fellow that i've met i've been able to see through staying on social media with them the impact that they are having on their communities um my good friend roland in liberia is always sharing with uh information related to vota- vocational training education and the kinds of programs that he's been involved in in getting people trained in in uh employment areas that uh provide a service and give them employment opportunities. Um two of my favorite people uh Robson and Nanange Mamba from Zambia. I've I've just loved following them. They are always working in their communities helping people with uh economic improvement and taking advantage of every opportunity to improve themselves. Interestingly enough, Robson was first a Mandela fellow and then the following year his wife was a Mandela fellow and then the following year he was achieving and then the following year she was achieving and just the role modeling that they set for their children, for their community and then the activities that they do in their country to show their leadership to build on the experiences that they've had it's just heartwarming to stay in touch with the whole cadre of fellows that we've interacted with over the years yeah i have to say um one of the outstanding things for me is in fact this podcast oh. because i Uh seriously folks I listened to episode 3 and I was so moved by some of the comments that uh, Sakit um, Bino made first of all about the struggles uh of trying to take care of a family 
Um, that's something that really resonated with me. And secondly, when he talked about some of the tensions between security and human rights. And as I listened to that, um, it, it helped me understand some of the tensions that I feel even here in the U.S. as we try and deal with um, social justice here in the U.S. and the tensions between achieving social justice and the role of the state and, and the role of the state in maintaining what they feel is security. Um, and uh, the tensions and uh, conflict that that causes throughout our society. And listening to um, Satish talk about it and talk about his learnings in it, um, it I, I just found that terribly insightful. So uh, you guys are doing an amazing job with these podcasts, and I will continue to subscribe. Wow. <laughs> You heard it from Jim. <laughs> uh, we we are flattered as a as a podcast that uh, we get recognition from uh, renowned people like our hosts Jim and Patty, and uh, we are truly humbled by the by the sentiments. And ours is to let uh, you, the listeners out there, know more about what is happening in the world around us through the eyes of our fellows, uh, our community hosts, and other parts or other components of this program which is the you better Humphrey fellowship and as jim and party have said they are also the key components of other exchange programs which really uh to me uh florence and louise uh underscores or underlines the power of uh cultural exchange and its importance i must i must i must be honest that i before i came here i really underrated uh the power of cultural exchange and for me being here to agree with what Jim said that uh, I had a different uh, I had a different view of what America was all about and when I got here I discovered that it's it's not what you see in the movies <laughs> in Hollywood uh, it actually has real people <laughs> not not superheroes and uh, and all that yeah but still is a wonderful place and and I must I must say that the power of cultural exchange has actually come to the fore because uh, the most enriching part of this journey so far of the four months that I've been here, uh, and I kept on in talking about cultural shock, is that uh, being in a totally different environment, uh, the weather can depress you and all. But, but, and I'll say, but uh, the the most beautiful thing about it is meeting the people like our hosts that we have here and to me that is the most powerful thing about this whole cultural exchange uh, business and moving on forward I will be the biggest proponent or or the biggest cheerleader for cultural pro cultural exchange programs like this one and uh, also try and set up one when I get back home yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's my parting short. Uh, I would like to thank our listeners. As always, you are the podcast. And I always tell you to pro to subscribe. But today, I will leave it to our guests to give us final words, closing remarks, and also to remind you to do the needful. So, Patty and Jim, 
say bye to our listeners and remind them to do what is supposed to be done. Goodbye and subscribe. <laughs> ah, yeah, you got it, Jim. Last word. Yeah. <laughs> Adios, amigos, and subscribe.